Okay, everybody, we're coming to you the day after Christmas on December 26th when the the memories of this uh, Eagles game are still fresh in our mind. You're watching the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia tight end Ken Dunnick, and my partner is Mark Eck, who covered the Eagles for years for NJ.com and the Trenton Times. And Mark, the uh, I can't tell you how exhausted I am, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I'm not exhausted from the holidays, the schedule, the parties, the food, the drinking. I'm not exhausted about all that. I'm exhausted from this football team because watching these games that the Eagles are playing these days is nothing but an ordeal. And we're going to go into it in depth. I do want to mention that this podcast is sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Our January issue will be on our website for free on January 1st. So many great articles by Mark Eckel, my partner, D. Lynham, Dave Spadaro, George Anastasia, all the great writers we have. So check us out for free, jerseymanmagazine.com. And if you want a subscription for a hard copy, you can get it there as well. And I also want to mention that we're recording today from the Sweet Recording Studios in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Joe Gangemi is our host and producer. And if you want to start a podcast on your own, reach out to Joe, joe at sweetrecording.com, and he will take care of you. So are you as exhausted as I am? Are you probably not as invested in this team since you're living a good life in South Carolina, but are you at least a little bit fatigued by watching this? That's a good way to put it. It, It's it's tiring. Um, That game Sunday was... Listen, I'm all about a win is a win. I said of that course, a win wins but, are good. We've been saying that forever. I'd rather but, win ugly than, but, than lose but, pretty. Yeah, everything. But, 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 that was that was a win that it was a win. That's all it was. That's Mark, all. we're playing one of the worst teams in the NFL after losing three in a row at home. A game that we have to win, and we're up twenty to eighteen with eleven oh five left in the game. After being up twenty to three, right. That's they, what bothers me more than anything else. Well, they've been giving away leads them. left and right this year. They jumped on them like they were supposed to. If you were listening to the announcers, um, was it Joe Davis and Daryl Johnson? Their whole thing was the Giants can't fall behind like they always do to the Eagles. There was a stat that in the last when the Eagles have beaten the Giants ten straight times, now eleven straight times at the link, and in the last five, they it was something to nothing. It was like you know after four possessions by. The Eagles have jumped on the Giants and blown them out. The Giants, yeah. Up. Well, why not? Well, they had them yesterday the same way. I'm like, this is I've seen this game before. Right? This is a Eagles Giants at the link. It's going to be a yeah. blowout. Twenty three at halftime, feeling good, it and then the bottom drops out. And then they let the the, the the Boston Scott gets hit by his own guy on the kickoff, and like you said, it's a two point game when it should have been, you know. Well, did anybody uh, ask, by the way, did anybody ask Jalen Hurts after the game what in God's name he was thinking about? Well, I'm gonna, well, listen, here, well, I've got a, a laundry list, list of mistakes that we're going to go over. And um, the Eagles were very fortunate. First of all, I, I wanna, before I get into that, let me tell you something. I thought, and I'm rooting for the Eagles. I'm an ex-Eagle. I, I love the team. I thought the Eagles got the benefit from the refs yesterday mm-hmm. big time. And here... Uh, what I saw was um, when when Hertz uh, makes that terrible decision not to go out of bounds at the end of the first half, first half time is going to uh, 
evaporate. We're not going to get any points out of it. And the Giants get called for a delay of game penalty for laying on Hurts, which I thought was a little bit questionable. The punt on fourth and five were, to me, it was obvious that the Eagles jumped. I mean, they called a head bob on the center. He didn't look like he head bobbed very fast to me. Mm -hmm. And, again, we benefited from that call. I thought the it was a questionable pass interference on the on the last drive of the game down the sideline. There was a, a lot of hand, I've seen a lot less called pass interference than that, but they let it go. And then I don't know if you noticed this, Mark, and I ran it back this morning just to make sure. On the last play of the game, Reed Blankenship wipes out a receiver in the end of the oh, end zone God. before the huh? ball gets there. I mean, Tyrod Taylor was, was screaming about well, that. Well, Taylor was screaming. Dayball uh, forewent the, uh, if that's a word, for, for <laughs> whack. It's for, I know forego is a word. I'm not sure about forewent. But he decided to run down the referee instead of shaking hands with Sirianni at the end of the game. And eventually they got to it. But going back to the mistakes, what is Jalen Hurts thinking at the end of the first half, not going, I mean, that that's not just a rookie mistake in the NFL. That's a high school mistake. I mean, you you got to know time and situation better than that. I I, I was actually stunned. I couldn't he, believe it. Yeah. I thought I thought I was wrong. I thought, or the, or the announcers were wrong. I thought, oh, maybe they do have a timeout left. I'm not keeping track of time. I mean, I'm not right. watching like I used to. Where well, I'm if they didn't have them at the very bottom of the screen, I wouldn't right. know what the timeouts. That's exactly right. So I'm thinking maybe they have it wrong. Like there isn't, but no, there wasn't. Did, did he think they had it? I mean, what else? That's what I'm saying. Did anybody ask him about I that? Did, I didn't hear oh, anybody God. ask him, and I didn't hear uh, any quote or read any quote well, about it this morning. So, but, you know, he, but uh, again, that, that's uh, that, that's a, a, an unconscionable error. How about Jalen Carter not getting off the field? Um, on the uh, on the punt, and uh, it, it would have been it would have it actually. Uh, am I correct? Was that a punt? Is yeah. that when they they gave him the first down? Yeah, yeah, I mean, not not getting off the field in a timely. First of all, what's Jalen Hur- What's Jalen Carter doing on the field for a punt return? Is he a part of that team? I've never seen him on there. And why I, isn't he? And why isn't he getting his ass off the field in time so we can do the play? Right. I don't know. I, my only thought there is he may have thought or the defense might have thought the Giants were going to go for it. So they mm-hmm. left the defense out there a little longer than they should have. And he didn't get. I don't know. Again, I yeah. these are the questions that I would I would be asking if I was still covering the team. Yeah. That's why they didn't like you in the room, because you asked all those questions. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, people want to know, don't they? Yeah, well, of course. That's what <laughs> journalism is, right? Isn't journalism right. asking tough questions? Well, I, mean, to, I, don't uh, ask, I, I didn't ask, hey, that was a great pass. Well, well, of course, we all saw it was a great pass, but I, don't know. I hated so, those questions. <laughs> so now we're up 20-3. to three. It's halftime. I'm feeling good. Eagles are going to yeah. get the ball. I say, hey, one more score. We can put this so, thing out of range. The Giants have no offense. We're in good shape. And Olamide uh, yeah. Zacchaeus. Runs right into Boston Scott, makes him fumble, and the Giants get the ball on, on around the Eagles' ten or twelve yard line. Uh, number he was pushed into him, but I don't understand on a kickoff return why he's peeling back, going towards the kick returner anyway. He should be trying to face somebody up and block. So, again, that was a key play that you know very, very easily could have cost the Eagles the game. Oh, absolutely, and that that kind of gave the Giants, like you said. And I'm thinking the same as you. It's 20 to three at the half. The Giants have been there before. They they they're looking. I, I don't know what what was said at halftime in the Giants locker room, but I don't know what could have been said other than 
You know, I know the players who had been there before thinking, oh, here we go again. We can't, we're at this. We, we never play well here. It's Christmas. Let's just get this game over and go home. Right. They don't, they're not, their giants aren't playing for anything. They've been eliminated. Um, but there you go. You get a break like that. You know, you, you get the ball in the red zone to start the second half when you're not supposed to have the ball. And then they bring in Tyrod Taylor, who also gave him a spark. He did. He absolutely did. I told you DeVito's time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've been calling this for a while now. You said it was going to be a a short 15 minutes of fame. Looks like you were right. Yeah, he'll be working in a deli next year, like I said. (laughs) chicken cutlets, anyway. Yeah, what, what about what about the Hassan Reddick roughing the passer on the on the first play of the last drive? I mean, this is stuff that these guys. If you listen, I get it. We're eleven and four. I get it. But this team was a whisper away from winning the Super Bowl last year, and to make mistakes like this, I think are it's just they're not a championship team right now. No. When you do stuff like this. I don't. I think they could lose in the first round of the playoffs. I really do. I mean. It would not surprise me. I mean, they all. may play yeah, they're Seattle. Gonna, they're going to get a home game. Yeah. Uh, but right now, to for them, I'm scared to death for them to play any good team. I mean, we they beat had a home Giants. game yesterday against a bad team. Right. And, and, and it came down to the last play. You're not going to see the Giants in the playoffs. You're going to see the Seattle or the Rams or and then eventually the Cowboys or the Lions or, and San Fran. I mean, they, they have two weeks to, to get this right. And I don't know if, that, if that's enough time or not. To be honest. Well, well, listen, I got more mistakes here to talk oh, about. Let, let, let's talk about uh, Tyrod Taylor scrambling for a first down, a Sidney Brown unnecessary roughness on a play where they get called by holding for holding, and it could have set them back. Um, this is when they're mounting their drive in the third quarter, and now uh, it's offsetting penalties, and they, and they get a fresh start on that play. It's such, it's such a. I don't know what they're trying to prove. I mean, these quarterbacks are going down. You know the rules. Well, you know why take a shot and take the guy's head off. Uh, um, uh, another one that that comes to mind: uh, Reed Blankenship takes maybe and and Domowich, I don't know if you follow Paul on Twitter, but uh, he mentioned it was the worst route to defend any pass he's ever seen. And I took another look at it, and I agree with him. He was going to where the receiver was, and the receiver was like 15 yards past him in a blink, and he gets beat on a touchdown when they, they got to be playing, you know, uh, cover two zone deep, not anybody behind you. Another unconscionable mistake. Yeah, the, and the mistakes they're making, like the ones you, all the ones you just said, are things that bad teams do that, not good teams. You know, that's, I mean, listen, I always say this. The other team's playing too, right? I sure. Mean, sometimes you just got to say, hey, that was a great play by the by the other team. They made a, they did something really well. But everything that you just said was unforced errors. The, the late hit uh, by Brown, the, the the rough in the passer by Reddick, the hurts his thing before the half. I still can't figure that one out. Um, my only guess is he didn't know. He thought he had a timeout. You must have, I mean, what well, else? Listen, they, they keep talking about we got to clean this up, we got to clean this up. Well, this is like a cleanup on aisle seven at Walmart <laughs> when somebody knocks down all the, the juice bottles. You know, this is uh, this is a pretty, pretty big, pretty big cleanup. Um, I, I will say this now the key plays that I thought actually helped the Eagles win the game were I loved the uh, Britain Covey uh, punt return to start the game. I just thought that energized everybody, the team, the crowd. What an effort. You know, he got, he got by about six or seven defenders on that play. And, 
You talk about a great way to, to start the game. I really thought that was a trendsetter for the Eagles, didn't you? Well, absolutely. And that's what and that got him out to the that helped get the twenty to three lead, which you and I just said we I thought it was over. I thought twenty to three is gonna be this game's gonna be thirty seven to ten. I figured yep. that the Giants will score a touchdown somehow, somewhere, but the Eagles will just keep rolling. And I thought it would be an easy win and, e- and an easy cover. And it, it was, wasn't an easy, it was a win. It wasn't an easy win and it wasn't a cover. If you bet the Eagles, you lost yesterday. Yeah. Well, anybody lays 14 points in division game probably shouldn't be gambling anyway. That, that's another story. What about the, I mean, at, at halftime, you thought you were in good shape. If you oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, the ball bounces funny ways. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts throw on third and 20 uh, to stop the Giants' momentum. I thought that was huge. You know, he had been struggling mightily up until that point in the second half. And, you know, he steps out of the pocket and, and throws a dime that was uh, perfectly over the outstretched hand of the linebacker. And Brown pulls it in, uh, hauls it in for a, a third and 20 pickup, which kept the drive alive and, and obviously kept the ball out of the Giants' hands. How close did the linebacker come to tipping it? He, he looked like it was an inch away. He really oh, yeah. just, yeah. But he's a little taller. <laughs> yeah. That, well, out of his hand, when he threw it, and I saw the linebacker, I said, oh, this is, he's getting, not getting, but he, it got, yeah. he had enough zip on it too, which give Hurts credit for that. He had enough zip on the ball that it got, yes. that, that it got, it was Isaiah Simmons, I believe, was the, was the linebacker. Which which is hard to do when you're in, you know, full sprint to get that much zip on the ball. It's, uh, it's pretty he's got impressive. Hurts' yes, arm stuff is better than people think. And then we mentioned that the, the Tyrod Taylor for Tommy DeVito. <clears throat> what do you, you know, uh, I, uh, listen, I hated the move because I thought it was exactly the right move for the Giants. They had to do something. Uh, DeVito had played well up until recently for the Giants. And, you know, Dayball after the game said it was a position coach's decision to put Taylor in, which I thought was kind of interesting. Normally the head coach will make that call. But, and I guess is, he. I guess he gives his assistants uh, assistants some authority that, that we're not used to. We don't. Yeah, that, that's whoever whoever decided it was the right decision. Taylor's not a bad backup quarterback. Oh, I like him. I've, I listen. I've liked him wherever he's gone. He can't stay healthy. Preston, he gets nicked up, but he but, but he, does, he does have some skills. Okay, so listen, we've talked a lot about some bad stuff. Let's talk about some good stuff. All right, defensively, I thought Shaq Leonard. Uh, played really well, especially early in the game. Um, obviously, the Eagles have a need at linebacker. It's a good pickup for us. Um, ben Van Summeren, who I had never heard of before, makes his first start at linebacker. He actually got in on six tackles. Look, look, yeah. I thought, yeah, he surprised. I didn't know. I mean, I knew that I knew he was on the team. I don't think he. I think it was the first time he played defense this year. Yeah, I don't so, think he's been on the field for a defensive snap. He's always done some special team stuff. So and then, and then you're starting, which yeah, and then, and he like you said, he made some plays. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm sure adrenaline's flowing and all that, but hey. That's 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 the kind of stuff. When I said earlier, that's what bad teams do. Well, this mm-hmm. is what this is what happens to good teams. You get a guy like that who never played right. and out there and steps up. And you know, I, I go back to the days when the Eagles. Um, if you remember the year when Donovan McNabb got hurt, I did. And then they bring in Ty Detmer, mm-hmm. or Ty or Coy, Ty Detmer, and then he got hurt. And now they're playing some kid AJ Feely who. You know, it was, if, if you didn't know the team well, you didn't know he yeah. was a quarterback, fifth-round pick out of Oregon. Um, you know, nobody knows it. And he goes out and wins, like, four games for him. Right. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that was a good team, and they, they, you know, they, they didn't make it, you know. So, 
sometimes you need these unknown, you know, players well, to step up. And that kid uh, did step up. Absolutely. I, I can tell you this, and, you know, having played for several seasons in a couple leagues, there, there really are no bad players. Some are better than others. But the fact that you may not have heard of a guy doesn't mean that the guy can't play. For example, when I was in college, we had a backup running back that was a fantastic talent. But he was playing behind, you know, a guy that, uh, you know, was a second-round yeah, second draft pick in the NFL. Um, so, you know, if, if we had lost uh, Eddie Hill to injury, this kid would have come in, nobody would have heard of him, he would have played great. So just because you haven't heard of the guy doesn't mean that he's, he can't play. And they're paying these guys pretty big money for a reason. So you got to keep that in mind. Uh, and he, here's my uh, cause of op optimism and that is the eagles have some players that looks like they're getting ready to come back and contribute to a, a playoff run here and that's avante maddox is getting healthier practice this week he, he's looked like he's going to be back that's going to be a huge addition to the defensive secondary don't you agree oh yeah maddox is a pretty good player they they miss him they they miss a lot of guys back there but he's one of them if he can come back and and be healthy now mm -hmm. that's the key too i've seen too many i've seen guys come back It'd be nice if he can play next week. I don't want his first game to be a playoff game. It'd be nice to get the rust off the next couple of weeks against the Cardinals and the Giants again. Um, it was a, uh, um, it was a torn pec, right? wasn't Wasn't right. that the injury? I I have to look. But I'm I'm pretty sure it was a torn pec, which obviously takes a while to heal. He got which is surprising. He's coming back. I thought he was done for the year with it. Yeah, that's what they said initially. But uh, doing amazing things with medicine. Look at the. Uh, yeah. Look at Aaron Rodgers coming back from an Achilles uh, well, in one year. It's never uh, really came back. But. Well, he says he is. He likes the attention. Yeah, like, exactly. More more injury, uh, good injury news. You know, Zach Cunningham and Nicholas Morrow, the two linebackers, have been starting up until this previous time. Uh, they're making progress of coming back. Darius Slay, like him or hate him, he is one of our better corners. and. That's an area where we need help. And Cam Jurgens, the offensive lineman, uh, looks like he may be back this week. So we're, we're getting some players back healthy. We're playing the Arizona Cardinals, which, is, again, is a, they're a mess, all right? Would it surprise me if they came in here and gave the Eagles a tussle? It would not because Kyler Murray is a difficult quarterback to defend. And you've got an ex-Eagles coach, Jonathan Gannon, who knows the Eagles' schemes pretty well. So... What are your thoughts on the Eagles playing the Cardinals this week? They again, they should win this game. Like like the Cardinals are not a very talented team. They they're they're in a they're in full re rebuild mode. They they traded some veterans. They um they have two first round picks next year, so they're look the, the Cardinals' future is brighter than some teams, but their Cardinals' present is is it is what it is. There's a reason they have three and whatever. Um, so the Eagles should, and it's in it's home. Uh, I don't know what the weather is going to be, but I, I never like when we, we had this conversation. You don't think it matters as much, but a warm weather team. Coming well, the the weather, the weather report is uh, 45 and, uh, oh, and and overcast on Sunday. So not it's too pretty warm for New Year's Day. New Year's it's, Eve. it's been it's been more around here. As a matter of fact, I'd be on the golf course right now if I wasn't doing the podcast. with you. <laughs> there you go. But I'd rather do um, this. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather do this. But the. But the Cardinals, the Cardinals should not beat the Eagles in a game that the Eagles really need. And and there's no but against. But that said, I you know the Giants gave them the Giants took it to the last play of the game. And I think the, I think the Cardinals are just as good, if not better, than the Giants in terms of 
Um, well, they played a game that went right down to the wire. So they're about the same. Let's put it that way. They're about the same. Kyler and Murray didn't play that game. So Murray, Kyler Murray, I've always liked. He's, he's a, he makes it You think they stay with him? Because it looks like they're going to have yeah. a, a very high draft choice and a quarterback-rich draft. Do you think they I stay think with they are. I think they draft Marvin Harrison and give and give Murray probably the best, I think the best player in the draft. I think Marvin Harrison is the best pure player. I mean, the quarterbacks are quarterbacks, but that Mar- he's, he's for real, Marvin Harrison Jr., um, so yeah, I think the car, I mean, again, they, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason for the Cardinals to come into Philly and win that game. They're just good. Like you said, Gannon, Gannon will be well-prepared and he'll have his team well-prepared because like you said, he knows oh, yeah. he both, both sides of the ball. He, he knows pretty well. He'll get them fired up for this one. That's sure. for sure. But I just don't think the talent level is there for the Cardinals. I really don't, but we'll see. Going down the stat line for yesterday's game, Eagles uh, pretty much dominant um, in most phases of the game. They had more first downs, 28 to 14, than the Giants. Um, they struggled in uh, third down conversions. The Eagles only converted 28% of uh, third downs. Fourth down, they were th- uh, two for two, I believe. Uh, they outrushed them, they outpassed them. Uh, red zone, the Eagles were only two for five, which is a little bit concerning because that's an area that they uh, should be better in. Uh, and then time of possession, which we talk about all the time, they dominated that 34 38 to 25 22. So, um, the Eagles well, win. There was two reasons for the time for that, the time of possession. One is the Giants had a pick six, yes, hurts your time of possession because. Mm-hmm. But I'll take that all. I'll I'll tell you what. I'll take pick sixes all day and give you time of possession. Well, <laughs> I agree, and, and and that's that's a good point. One of the me- reasons why I didn't mention that is as a mistake was is really kind of unlucky. Goddard uh, stumbled on the turf and fell down, and Hertz is throwing it to a spot, and uh, it didn't go their way. So the third, like you you mentioned, the Eagles weren't. What, what were they on third down again? Twenty eight percent. Third down, they were. Uh, Actually, the Eagles were fifty-three percent. The uh, the uh, Giants were twenty-eight point six percent. The Eagles should have been better. The Eagles should have been one. You, you you and I were talking about that during the game. They had a third and one, and they didn't do the tush push or the brotherly shove. Yeah, on a, on a third and one in the third quarter, yeah, I, I, I was shocked by that. And actually, I knew I was right because uh, Seth Joyner mentioned the same thing on Twitter. Yeah, everybody. His, you know, his, his note got like 500 responses when I only got one or two, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sad about that. But I thought I'd mention it anyway. But listen. Yeah, that's, why did they do that? I, I, don't, I have no idea. But, but how, about some more, how about some more good news? Dallas loses this weekend. Yeah. San Francisco loses last night. Now, am I mistaken? There, did I read today that uh, if the Eagles win out and San Francisco loses one more game, the Eagles could be the number one team in the NFC? Is am I reading that correctly? Oh, you're right. If, if the Niners lose again, right? And and they've got a, they've got a tough game coming up this this week. Now they got Washington this week. Oh, who's the, they have one more last tough game? game they, have the, they have the Rams last game. Okay, who okay. are playing well? Um, but I don't think the Niners would. But here's something that, and I hate, and you're going to not like me saying this. The Eagles need to root for the Dallas Cowboys this week. Oh, that's disgusting. But you have to. Well, you don't have to, but you should. Who are they playing? The, Lions, the Detroit Lions. Mm. If the Lions went out, if the Niners went out, and the Lions went out, and the Eagles went out. Mm-hmm. Not hard to not hard to fathom. No. Right? 
They're the top three teams in the in the division in the conference. Right. The Lions get the two seed and drop the Eagles to the three seed. Wow. Because the Lions would have a better record against common opponents. And that's that's big because it's a bye. No, no, only the one gets a bye now. Oh, only the number one team gets a bye. Okay, interesting. Where it would be where it would be big is if they both win their first games, the Eagles would have to go to Detroit instead of Detroit coming to Philly. Gotcha, which is a big deal. So, so what are your thoughts if we host? Uh, let, let, let's play devil's advocate here, and let's say we're the number two seed in the okay. NFC. Who are we playing? I'm assuming it's going to be either the Rams or Seattle. Would you? Agree yeah, it would probably that? be the Rams have the tiebreaker on Seattle because they beat them twice. Mm-hmm. So if they both get in, the Rams would be six, Seattle would be seven. So. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be. But you, but you'd rather play the Rams than Seattle, wouldn't you? I don't know. The Rams are hot. Well, they are, but the Eagles have never beaten Pete Carroll. As I you know. Told us I, I don't want to say that again. I told you that two months ago. I didn't right. think they would be playing them twice. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't want to play Seattle because Pete Carroll knows how to beat the Eagles, and that would scare me. But the Rams are playing. What well, Matthew Stafford looks like? Matthew looks like the old Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he's healthy. He's playing well. Defensively, they they're playing Cooper. well. They have Cooper Cup, who's still. Mm-hmm. The best and that that rookie Paka whatever Paku Koku whatever yeah heck of a year yeah uh, the Rams kind of scare me a little bit the way they're playing and like I said Seattle my God they they just don't, they they know how to beat the Eagles so they, I don't mm, that's that's not an easy thing either way well and and, and let's talk about the fact that if if the Eagles do get healthy and for by some act of God they're able to clean up all these mistakes they're making to me this team isn't functioning at a level where they can make a championship run like they did last year what are your thoughts on the Eagles you know I could see them winning a, a home playoff game easily but we're in trouble if we're playing a, a good team, especially on the road. I mean, they're well, they're going to have to really step up their game in order to make that happen. Yeah, something happened to this team. Um, I don't know when it. I mean, I don't know if it was during the losing. It happened actually beat before the losing streak. I think they were fortunate in a couple games, and we thought, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe this is a special team. Well, maybe they were just lucky. Yeah. I mean, well, they, they beat Kansas City because the guy dropped the touchdown pass. Buffalo and right. Dallas. They're fortunate in all oh. those three games. Yeah, Dallas. They, you know, the guy got to the one hit, the one inch line. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Dak's, if Dak wears size ten shoe instead of size twelve shoe, he scores a two point conversion. Tell you what, right? he so, played pretty good the other day oh, against yeah. Miami. You got to give Dak some credit. Oh, I'm no. not a big, I'm not a big Dallas or Dak fan, but he was, he was all over that. Um, I mean, I don't, and I don't like what's going on. There's, I don't like what some of the players are saying. Oh, wait a minute. Let, yeah, let's talk about that as we as we finish up here. A.J. Brown doesn't talk to the media last night After because he week. says he, he doesn't have anything good to say. Devontae Smith did an interview, and he said uh, he's not happy with anything going on right now. Did you see Sirianni barking at yeah. the, the linebackers coach? His name is D.J. Elliott and Reddick and Smith at the end of the game. And I, I was waiting for a reporter to, to follow up on that. Now, the problem might have been – you know, at the tail end of the game, the reporters are hightailing it down to the media right. room, and they, they, they probably see didn't see it. But there, there is something going on on yeah, the sideline, obviously. Yeah. Well, I said this to you last week that on the field that they're not playing well, but I, can, you know, you can. That's what practices for and things you can fix that, and you watch film and all that. But there's stuff going off the field that I is, I don't like it. I, I've mm-hmm. seen this with, with teams and coaches in the past. The point in the fingers now. Eight, what's AJ Brown upset about? I don't. Know. 
Well, he did, he just said he wasn't happy. He didn't have anything good to say. So I don't I don't you know what to, that means. But I mean, it's a something. it's a professional obligation to talk to the media. He said I'll him. take the fine. He said I'll, I'll take. But the fine. I mean, but that's yeah, to me that that's not a professional move. Listen, no. you guys you guys take time out of your Christmas day. You get there early. You stay there late. You deserve to have the opportunity to talk to a main player, and I think that's on the team to make to make him do that in certain situations. Should be talked to the PR staff. Should talk to AJ about this and let him know that we don't, you know, we don't put up with that kind of stuff here. Um, But I don't want to. I'm I'm more curious as to why. I you know I listen. I've covered the team long enough. There were guys didn't talk when they were to when they you know the guy fumble and that cost him to get Herschel Walker comes to mind. He fumbled mm-hmm. and then they lost and he didn't talk. And again, I don't appreciate that, but he didn't, you know, but that, but, but you knew why he didn't want to, he didn't want to stand there and, and take the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Brown had a pretty good game. He, he, did. he did. I think he wound up with uh, 80 or 81 yards receiving. Yeah, and he had a Smith slow start. Had, I believe 70, 78 or something. He had a slow start to the game, but he, but he played a, he, he, and he made the big play like that you talked about on that third and 20. So, I mean, that's what we, that's, he, that's, I think that's what he would have been asked about, you know, that the play on third and 20 and what did he say? You know, so I don't, it's weird that he didn't want to talk. There's something, so I'm saying there's stuff going on around this team that just isn't healthy for a team trying to make a run to the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So we're, hopefully we'll have some, uh, uh, more joyous comments the next time we get together, and uh, we're hopefully we're talking about an Eagles win over the Arizona Cardinals, and uh, we'll do that uh, sometime next week. So for Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick. I want everybody to have a safe and happy New Year, and hopefully we'll have some good Eagles news for you soon. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care, and thanks for watching the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark. Happy New Year. <laughs>